With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Made it to a Friday. It's a meat Friday at that. And lucky for you, I'm coming back. I'm not retiring. (laughs) Who stays around longer, me or LeBron? I'm going me. I'm going to stay around longer than LeBron James. You have inside information. Yes, I do. Sources close to me tell me if they would have invited me to the ESPYs, I would have made the announcement there. But nope, they had to invite Pat McAfee to be the host, not me. And the winner of the (laughs) best radio TV show, former ESPN that left 17 years ago, award goes to Dan Patrick. How did I win that one? Oh, You guys said we would never get into Anchorage, Alaska, and I told you you're wrong because the Dan Patrick Show can now be heard on Fox Sports 550 AM, Anchorage, Alaska. They dropped a 25-year affiliation with ESPN Radio. See ya. want to thank Crash, the program director, and the VP of programming, Mark Murphy, adding to the already impressive list of radio shows that uh, carry this program. I have very good friends who live in Anchorage, Alaska. Well, give right. them, give a shout out. All right, to shout them. out Tommy and Amanda. What's uh, up? Okay. Tommy and Amanda, Amanda Pace. Yes, killing it. Yes. Say hello to the girls. Uh, Meet Friday. In case you're wondering, and I know you are, what are you having today? Well, in honor of LeBron James, tacos. It's Taco Friday. Uh, okay. Why not? Skirt steak street tacos, loaded grilled chicken tacos, pulled pork nachos. Whoa. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Is it better than we do? No. 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 Nobody. 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 We're giddy. <laughs> Oh. oh, dear. This program brought to you by the great folks at Kings Hawaiian. They want every Sunday to be a slider Sunday. We love our partners at Kings Hawaiian as uh, they want you to get together with family and friends and Kings Hawaiian buns. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official, official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Coming up, we'll talk to the great baseball reporter Buster Olney from the Mothership. I think there's a mystery team that could be interested in Shohei Otani. A mystery team that will shock you. Giants are probably interested. The Dodgers, you have the Yankees, maybe another team or two in there. Texas Rangers, a lot of success. I think there is a mystery team that will shock you. We'll talk to Buster coming up next hour. Our good buddy, my childhood hero, Jerry West, the Laker Hall of Famer, will join us coming up a little bit later on as well. Baseball starts back up tonight. You got the Dodgers and the Mets in New York, weather permitting. NFL camps open on Tuesday. Explain this to me. There are some camps that open up on the same day as everybody else, and then there are ones that maybe three days later will open up. Tuesday is the official date that you can open up your training camp. But then there are other camps that open up like three days later, two days later. Is there any logic to this? I would think if you're in the Hall of Fame game, you should be able to get there before everybody else does because you have the first preseason game. Yes, Pauling? Yeah, I'm looking at all the dates, and they're very random. Like the Cleveland Browns, everybody reports, even the veterans, by the 21st. But then a bunch of other places like the Packers, it's the 25th for the veterans. But the Kansas City Chiefs, the veterans are on the 22nd. What if there is a rule that the worst 
you are as a team the previous year, the earlier you're allowed to start practice. Like June for uh, you know the Texans. Right, like the Bears could have started in May. Yeah. Because they need it. They could have started right after the Super Bowl. Could, could have helped. Yeah, they could have. That could be kind of a cool role. Yeah. But there's there's a bunch of randomness, and I can't see any. Most of them, the veterans report on the 25th, but there's a few that report earlier. I don't know if everybody's happy that the Jets are going to be on hard knocks. I'm okay with it. But it felt like the Jets went kicking and screaming into hard knocks. Here's Aaron Rodgers on that topic. One of the only things I like about hard knocks is the voice of God who narrates it. Live. I hope I get to meet him. But look, you know, I understand the, the appeal with us. Obviously, there's a lot of eyes on me, a lot of eyes on our team, a lot of expectations for our squad. So uh, they forced it down our throats, and we got to deal with it. <laughs> Force it down your throat. Now, if you get Aaron Rodgers being the true Aaron Rodgers, then Hard Knocks could be really interesting, where they say, uh, hey, Aaron, can we talk to you? Not today. Or he doesn't want to cooperate. Then it would be a little bit, then it could be interesting. But let's look at Hard Knocks. It's formulaic. We sort of know what's going to happen. It's rare that they focus on the star. Unless the star is always, you know, like omnipresent. Like J.J. Watt was always there, always willing, and uh, they focused on him. But with Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if he wants the publicity. I think he likes publicity. But does he, he likes it when he likes it, when he wants it. When you want it, then maybe he's not as accommodating here. But this, to me, should be about a rookie, not drafted, baby on the way, trying to make the roster. Or somebody plays a musical instrument, like Chad, what was it, Chad Hutchinson with the Cowboys years ago? Yeah, the quarterback. Yeah, he played guitar. That's all I remember about him, that he played guitar. I don't know if he could play quarterback. I don't even know if he could play guitar. And then I would focus on Zach Wilson. I think Zach Wilson should be the focal point of the Jets with hard knocks. Because, okay, now you've taken away the marquee guys, the starters, and you can focus on an interesting story of number two overall pick, got humbled, got benched. Uh, Now all of a sudden he's watching Aaron Rodgers, learning from Aaron Rodgers. Is Aaron Rodgers going to help him? You know, when Rodgers got to the Packers, Brett Favre didn't help him. I don't know how much Tom Brady helps Jimmy Garoppolo when they're in New England, but that would be interesting. Rodgers helping or not helping Zach Wilson and then seeing what that maturation process is. Yes, Pauline? I think Aaron Rodgers loves being on hard knocks. He hates being told what to do. Right? Like, it's weird. He he loves them. He'll probably enjoy the cameras, enjoy manipulating. Oh, so you're saying that if if they weren't asked, if, if, then he would have wanted to have been on Exactly. If somehow the Jets had the choice and requested. I think a few owners in the past have requested to do it, including Jerry Jones. He would have been fine with it. But I don't think he – I'm sure he does not like being told what to do. Did you see where Jerry Jones gave Clarence Thomas on the Supreme Court a Cowboys ring? But I, I don't know – it can't be a Super Bowl ring because that's a long time ago. But Jerry Jones gave Clarence Thomas a Cowboys ring. But I don't. Can you find out if it's a Super Bowl ring? Because that would have been a long time ago. I was kind of surprised at that. That uh, he was. Uh, yes, Paul. It appears that he was gifted a Super Bowl ring, a, a copy of a Super Bowl ring, back uh, a long time ago. Hmm. Well, when did he get the ring? When was it given to uh, Justice Thomas? Yeah. Checking. Okay. Because there hasn't been a recent Super Bowl. <laughs> what if you try to fool him? Give him like a 2013? No, no, give him like a Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl ring. You know, It says this was a long time ago. Oh, okay. Obviously, it was a long time ago with the yeah. ring. I have some friends in the media who have gotten Super Bowl rings because they're friends of the owner, uh, you know, friends of the team. But I can imagine Jerry Jones would say, you know, he gave Clarence Thomas a Super Bowl ring because he's a leader. leader. He's a leader. <laughs> 877-3DP-SHOW. Yeah, this is a wacky day. It is. It is. It's going to be a goofy show today. Would you rather be on the Supreme Court or own the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, I'd rather own the Dallas Cowboys. Really? make more money? Yeah. Well, I don't know. It sounds like they're getting a lot of gifts there on the Supreme Court. Neither can lose their job under any circumstances. Yeah, well... I would rather own the Cowboys than really? be a Supreme. 
Yeah, the Supreme Court doesn't sound like any fun. You put on a robe, and then you sit there, and you got to decide. Get to wear a robe to work? That'd be fantastic. <laughs> you could wear a robe here. Really? Yes. You should not tell Fritzy that. Yes, you can I'm wear a robe. On that. You can wear a robe if you want to. Like a Harry Potter robe if you want to. I think I, think I go Supreme Court. That seems like a real accomplishment. Well, if I got the Cowboys to the Super Bowl, that's a real accomplishment. Yeah. Well, I think Supreme Court might be easier. Yes, Eden. I have Clarence Thomas uh, assuming office in 1991. Ooh, so so he would have been there for a couple of uh, a couple of rings. A couple of Cowboys, yeah, Super Bowls. He's got maybe thrice. Okay. Yes, Marvin. Paulie, I disagree with you. Brown versus Board, or getting the Cowboys to the Super Bowl? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Overturning legislation is easier than getting the Cowboys Super Bowl, believe me. By the way, I think Jerry Jones is more powerful than Clarence Thomas. (laughs) With the NFL? Fair. Uh, By the way, we uh, always have Marvin's cookout playlist, and he says to me yesterday, hey, how about our favorite TV theme songs? And I said, sure, I'm all in. Everybody picked their favorite TV theme song, and then we'll uh, play those. Uh, they'll be uh, sprinkled throughout the show. Some of us picked two, but only really one. Who picked two? Well, I sent in two, and I oh. said, here's one that I like, but then have this one ready. Okay, but, but why do you do that? Because I wanted to. But you only get one. Yeah, no. No, but that- <laughs> I'm gonna get. He's gonna bump back with one, and then I'm gonna be like, but I was really torn with this other one, Marvin. Hit this other one. No, that's and then I'm how- gonna get two in. Oh, yeah. Well, it's uh, TV theme songs. That'll be the uh, Marvin's Cookout playlist today. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Good morning. morning. You're watching on Peacock. Thank you. Download the app and our radio affiliates, including Fox Sports 550 AM Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, Poll question today. Oh, boy. We got some of uh, Friday Fritzy poll questions. All right. Todd, you want to give me one or two? I would like to. Okay. I'm most excited this weekend that Major League Baseball is back for the Wimbledon Finals, that Summer League Basketball is ending, to see how the Genesis Scottish Open plays out. So that it's ending. Yeah. Like that, like that would make you excited. Yeah, but some people are like, you know, enough of that. Stop pretending but excited, basketball is going on. But excited that it's I'm ending. I'm most excited okay. this weekend. Some okay. people may be, you know what, I just had enough of these uh, meaningless games and Wimbayana's not even playing, so who cares? I would probably say that baseball's back, followed by the Scottish Open, and then uh, Wimbledon. Wimbledon third, you'd put the final. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I watch, but eh. the Genesis Scottish Open over the Wimbledon final. Well, I love the scenery. I love when you have golf in Europe because we don't get to see. And and then uh, the Open Championship is going to be at Royal Liverpool. So I'm excited about that. I like seeing courses that I've never seen before. What else do you have, Tom? I like that nobody, uh, by the way, like Scoot and uh, Brandon Miller, they're not being called soft for bowing out now of Summer League. They're like, no, we're, we're done. We're shutting well, it down. Well, Scoot, Scoot had an injury. Yeah. Victor Wambayama did not. But I have no problem. Allegedly. I have no problem. Allegedly. Hurt, hurt, hurt feelings. Yeah, hurt, hurt feelings. feelings. I have no problem if he played a couple games. What is it? This is a long process. People are desperate to have something to talk about. Uh, what are we going to talk about today? We got a rip. Victor won by Yama. He played in two summer league games. If you look down the list of number one picks who played in the summer league or didn't play at all, did anybody say, boy, Lucas soft. He's not playing in the summer league. Soft. Now, he wasn't the number one overall pick. But uh, uh, what else do you have, Toddler? How many kids is too many? <laughs> Four or five? Okay, Six hold, or seven? Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Philip Rivers... And his wife announced that they are pregnant with their 10th child. Double-digit children. Yes, so he needs one more for starting lineup football. All right, so how many kids is too many? Choices being four, five, six, seven, eight, or nine, ten or more, one is too many. Wow, that's harsh. <laughs> um, well, why didn't you get, like, two in there or two and a half in Cause there? Because the average family has, like, two and a half kids. I took two and three off the board. So I started with okay. a lot, a lot more, even a lot more. Just having one has become just Okay, we'll revisit that. Uh, what else do you have today? How much sleep have you lost waiting to see if Shohei Otani gets traded? A couple of hours here and there? I think you're being very sarcastic a little bit. there. A okay. lot of, of Todd is extremely loss. sarcastic. I could be, uh, I could be that. Okay. 
a lot. I'm exhausted. Strangely enough, I've actually gotten more rest lately with everything hovering over the angels in Anaheim, what Shohei's going to do. Okay. Anything else? And then if Hard Knocks was about your love life. No, no. Hold this one. <laughs> yeah. hold, no, hold, hold this one for two hold years from now. Hold this one. Hold this one. How about we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. And then we'll come back with this one. Because I just saw this when you sent it to me. If Hard Knocks was about your love life, what song would represent what the cameras pick up? Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> On a Friday, I think let's that's take fun. A, let's take a break. Just getting started. It's a Friday. Glad to have you part of the program. We're back after this on The Dan Patrick Show. Well, when an intruder threatens your home, every second counts. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about the latest innovation from Simply Safe Home Security. It's called 24 7 Live Guard Protection, and it's made possible only by Simply Safe's new Smart Alarm Wireless Indoor Camera. Fast Protect Monitoring Plan. If you sign up for that, if an intruder breaks into your home, Simply Safe has monitoring agents they can actually see, speak to, and maybe stop them from going through all your personal items. And that's through the camera, warning them that they're being recorded and police are on the way. It's a game changer in home security. But then we should expect that with Simply Safe Home Security, 24 7 Live Guard Protection, the new smart indoor camera. Simply Safe professional monitoring costs under a dollar a day, a bargain for peace of mind. Right now, my listeners, special 20% off any Simply Safe system. You sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. That's a big offer for a limited time. SimplySafeDan.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments, where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Marvin's Cookout Playlist, TV theme songs. I'm supposed to guess who picked this. I'm going to say Fritzy picked Good Times. Marvin? He did not. It was high on my list, but that was not me. You did. I did not. Paul did. I did. Okay. I was a big fan of the series. I thought it was great. Uh, it was uh, based on South Side of Chicago, or actually, like the exterior shots, I think, were the Cabrini Greenhomes uh, in Chicago. Very good show. Love John Amos. I thought he's a great actor. Okay. And that was J.J. Walker? Yep. He was... Uh, I thought you know my... Thank you, Tester. Tester <laughs> Roll, John Amos, Jimmy James. Walker. James! And who was the sister? Thelma. 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 And Janet Jackson in, I think, season five got it, was on the show. Oh, okay. Played Penny? No, no. She played Penny? Yeah, I think Penny. All right, so uh, Marvin's Cookout playlist today is uh, TV theme songs. Yes, Todd? And how would Jimmy Walker answer the phone? Do you guys remember? No. Hello! That's how we would answer the phone. Hmm, okay. I think we probably could have done it okay. without that. It was Paulie's song, by the way. It was. All right. Uh, before we uh, took a commercial break, Todd had a, a poll question here, a couple of poll questions, but the uh, last one I said, let's hold off on this. So if you would like to recite that again. If Hard Knocks was about your love life, what song would represent what the cameras pick up? Okay. The choices being, and there's a lot of others you can go with, but I came up with Nobody Does It Better. It's really The Spy Who Loved Me, but that line, Nobody Does It Better, is what I pulled okay. out of that title. Yeah. Bringing Sexy Back. You lost that loving feeling. Uh oh. You give love a bad name. I want you to want me. Go your own way. Somebody that I used to know, the way we were, we are never, ever getting back together. Okay. Be honest with me. Sure. <laughs> a lot of negative ones in there. How, how long did you work on that? I did that this morning for a couple of minutes before the show. I was just thinking about something hard knocks and Jets related, what we could do on a Friday that would be fun, you know, with hard knocks and cameras following you around. Yes. Yeah, see. see, like, that's the thing about these lists are like when Todd does names or the sports center tees or I don't think he spends much time on them at all. I think it's free flowing. I think it just pours out of them. So maybe more time. Um, but, but the fact that you said, how much sleep have you lost waiting to see if Shohei Otani is traded? Yeah, that's my sarcastic, passive-aggressive way of saying, like, oh, my God, is there anything else to talk about besides what's going to happen? Or you're Angels not an Angels fan, though. I'm not. So why would you care? If Angels fans might be like, oh, crap, we're going to lose the best player since Babe Ruth. Do you think the owner, Artie Moreno, is losing sleep? I think he is losing a little sleep. Okay. That's a big, for him, yes. that's a big, big decision yeah. to make. yeah. But and you, for the rest of us, maybe not so much. No, but you're still. kind of brushing it off. But we're it's curious. Like, He's the biggest name in baseball no, or whatever. No, yeah, see. If like somebody said, "How much sleep do you lose over guest booking on the Dan Patrick Show?" I would be like zero, yeah. zero <laughs> sleep. It doesn't affect my life one bit. Yeah, I Todd, sleep, on the other like hand, is going to be like, it keeps me up all night. Yeah, okay, yeah. So now maybe you could understand what Artie Moreno and the Angels are going through with Shohei Otani. But I'm just curious, as the average baseball fan, and since it's you know talked about on national TV, including ours, obviously that we must think that everyone but cares no, besides no, the but, angels. But you're not going to lose sleep. Well, based on our guest list, I don't think Todd's losing much sleep either. Yeah. Oh! No offense to Jerry. Yes, yes. Some point. people may be restless over this. You don't have to even be a baseball fan or an angels fan nor a baseball fan. This is a, one of the biggest dilemmas in sports, recent sports history. I, I can't I can't remember one this bad. You know, it, it's, I guess it compares to the Cleveland uh, Cavaliers with LeBron years yeah. ago when they didn't know what he's going to do. And if they had a do-over, this is happening as we speak. And the Angels are either going to be left out in the cold with one of the worst uh, free agent moves or non-moves of all time, or they're going to reset their franchise. Well, the, the other thing is, is even if you do trade Otani, we may not see the results for the Angels for a couple of years. You're going to have to live with this for a couple of years. And if he goes to the Dodgers, you're going to hear about this every day. You're going to read about this every day. It's going to lead the baseball coverage. Shohei Otani. Although I did, you know... For some reason, I had this image of Otani in those crisp white Dodger uniforms. Ooh. Gorge. Like, you just go, I could see that. I could see it. But then I could also see the Yankees. Um, I think San Francisco would be in this because they were really in it till the end with Aaron Judge, Carlos Correa. Oh, I got a stat on uh, Carlos Correa, and I'm sure not many shows today are going to care about Carlos Correa. Let me see if I can find this. Yes, Paulie. 
with Otani, if you compare it to LeBron James, LeBron was 25, just turned 26 when they were in this dilemma. Yeah. Uh, Otani's 28, and I don't Is know. Is he 28 if, or 29? I think he turned just, I'm sorry, he turned 29 last week. Yeah. Okay. But can he be hotter? Can, can he, as a stock, as a property, can he be any hotter than he is right now? It does seem probably like there's a f- not. Probably not. What if he won the Cy Young and the MVP? Yeah, it's reasonable. Oh, I mentioned Carlos Correa that the Giants were all in on Carlos Correa, and uh, former Astro. The Minnesota Twins have just two hitters with enough plate appearances to qualify for the batting title, and nobody's winning the batting title. Carlos Correa has the highest batting average on the Minnesota Twins. Anybody want to take a guess on that? The best hitter average-wise is Carlos Correa. Yes, Todd? I hope it's like at least 267 or something. All right, 267. Seton O'Connor. I'm going to say 357. (laughs) Marvin? 278. All right. Paulie? 260. 225. Yikes! That's terrible! The lowest team-leading batting average at the All-Star break since 1933. I'm looking at their starting lineup right now. 210, 211, 217, 207, 208. These are their starting hitters. Yes. Nobody cares about batting average. Oh, my gosh. Darius Rucker. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. By the way, we have to have Darius Rucker on soon because he has to pay up on the bet when he's in concert here oh. in a few weeks. And you get to go on stage prior to the start of his show. You're the warm-up act. Is he and, still going to keep up that end of the bargain? Well, he, he's supposed to. You get to sing two songs to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens be, when they all leave? That's going to be wild. Yes, Paulie. I, I know Darius a little bit. I, I think he's going to pull every movie can to get out of this one. I'm not going to let him. Borderline retirement. I'm not, oh, borderline he would consider retire from singing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's settle on a poll question today. Or Seton, do you have other ones that maybe a little more based in reality? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a couple of more real ones. Okay. Um, but you know, you know the the Darius Rucker thing. Yeah. You know how like uh, fans right now all the time are bringing up, or excuse me, artists are always bringing up fans to do things. Yeah. But it's usually a little kid. <laughs> it's not. It's not usually a fella uh, at Todd's stage of life. Well, they might think Todd's a Make a Wish kid. Nice. And get up there. Very nice. Yeah. Let's bring out Todd Fritz. Oh gosh, what's wrong with him? <laughs> Everything. Uh, here's one that Paul sent in. Right. Uh, this question, if for uh, this question is for is. those who already have a kid or kids. Okay. So if you're already a parent, right. would you rather have ten kids or no kids? I guess that's a statement on how much you like your current kids. <laughs> sure is. Paul, is there is this a passive aggressive Paul question no. that you'd want to get off your chest or? But if, if I let's say you met a girl and, and she said, I, I don't want to have kids. I'm I'm. Okay. I, I did, by the way. Oh. Literally, like, the very first day I met my wife, she was like, do you ever want to get married? I said, nope. Do you ever want to have kids? Nope. And she was like, perfect. <laughs> no joke. Okay. But how did that change? What do you mean? Well, you got married and you got a kid. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. It's the craziest thing. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, first day we met, it's like, you want to get married? Nope. You want to have kids? <laughs> Never. Great. Yeah, Paul. So as a hypothetical, let's say you met two girls and you liked them both. And one said, I never want to have kids. I'm a hardliner. And the other says, I want to have like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And she's a hardliner about that. Which direction do you think you would go if you're 30 years old? Uh, probably yeah. the uh, the woman who wanted to have kids. A lot, but not. Well, not- yeah, because I'm, I'm from a family of six. So okay. I, I know that feeling. And I would have wanted to replicate that if I could. I would have had more kids, you know. But... Uh, you know, four is good. Good number. Even Mark, though you're the same kid that had like that one little teeny piece of bologna, there was barely enough food to go around. If you didn't get to the table on time, you probably weren't going to have dinner that night. Yeah, but it made me who I am. You know, my parents didn't have the time to cater to us. Like you, you showed up on time. Dinner was at six o'clock. And if you got there at 604, you lose. then you're losing meatloaf. And then mom would say, go get some raisins or a slice of bologna. That's all right. 
I, I wasn't catered to like you were with well, your mom. My, well, that's my point. If it was just you and one or two other siblings, you might have had the raisins and the cupcake or <laughs> meatloaf and two pieces and of bologna. And I would be like you. That's right. You'd have to lose 30 pounds. I see your point. Yes, <laughs> When you think about uh, the bologna sandwich yeah. uh, example that was just given, or like if you didn't get to the table, you weren't eating yeah. kind of thing, and then you fast forward to modern times and you look around this studio where the word hoarder has been used before. Do you think there's any correlation there? To that you grew up being like having to like scrap for everything, but now that you're yes. uh, at this stage of life, you hold on to literally every possible thing you can hold on to. Absolutely. That's very fascinating. I like that. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't throw anything away. No, you keep, you're keeping I, everything. I, I keep everything. But it's because I didn't Isn't have... That interesting? I didn't have anything. You know, when, when you have three other brothers, it, it feels like things walk away. Like, hey, where's that? Oh, you know, your brother's got it. I always, whatever I had, and if it was mine, then I kept it. And that, I kept every Sports Illustrated, every Sports Illustrated for probably 20 years. And my mom would say, you got to get rid of those. They were in the middle of my bedroom, but they were in a big box. And I was like, nope, keeping them. They're going to be valuable one day. And then I was working. And then she said, you know, Danny, if you don't get home, I'm, I'm throwing out those magazines. I said, no, you're not throwing out the mag." Well, she threw out the magazines. I collected every album growing up, 1,500, and then eventually sold those uh, begrudgingly. But I didn't have any room in a, you know, a small apartment with my, my wife. But, yeah, I am a – you know, it wasn't called hoarding back then. It was called collecting or, <laughs> or being smart or, you know, frugal. Now it's hoarding. Gave us a bad name. Are you a hoarder? Somebody said that to me yesterday. I, I tuned in to see your show. Are you a hoarder? I go, no, I'm a broadcaster. You know, this is, people pay a lot of money to have somebody come in and decorate a man cave. You see these shows on TV, the radio shows on TV that we spawned? They're trying to replicate this. They can't. Yeah, can't. No. Yes, Tom. And hoarding's kind of a harsh word, at least those extreme shows where they show people they literally can't live in their house, they can't find their bed, they don't know where the door is to their, to get out of their apartment because there's just stuff everywhere, they're swimming in their stuff. Yeah, but I love it. I love going through the inventory here. I do. I love it. And if you touch it, I know you have, and I'm coming after you. Yeah, Paul. All right, let's go back to Phil Rivers for a second. So he's got nine kids, things are going well, he's retired, he's got boatloads of dough. I would love to know the conversation, who brought up, like, you know what? You know, it's getting kind of quiet around here. You know, things are slowing down. We we should have another kid. But I don't think there's certain people who don't give thought to that. They look yeah. at having a child as a miracle and that you're very lucky. And you'll have people say God doesn't give you something that, you know, you can't handle. And Philip Rivers is a very religious person. And probably he and his wife feel like any child as many as we can have. Do you think they should do a reality show and follow them around? Because that's pretty fascinating what life is like for him. I'm sure the kids have eight different sports and all that stuff. That'd be pretty, I'd, I'd watch that. Well, I don't know what else would be in there other than him being a parent. I think, But I think that might be it, the chaos of it. A former star is now busier now than when he played football. Is it because he's a former quarterback? Yeah. That a, would be the, okay, because Octomom had eight kids. Yeah, this this guy. And, <laughs> and, and <laughs> Octomom. And nobody cared about Octomom. She couldn't hit a 20-yard out. Fair. N neither could Phil. Well, no. Well, that maybe in Indianapolis. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Who had a stronger arm, Octomom or Philip Rivers? Uh, in Indianapolis. When he, was in, when, he was, when he was with the Colts, I think we can safely say I had a stronger arm than oh. Philip Rivers. I, I think we could safely say that. What is it like at the Rivers family on a Friday? They go, you know, let's go get a bite. Do, can they just roll into any restaurant and go 12 deep? I doubt it. Is there, a, is there a van involved? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He There's a, one of those big vans. Yeah, he's got a, yeah, he's got a nice van. Yes, Todd. Now, if you're a waiter or a waitress, do you welcome that? It's a bigger bill, bigger tip. Where you're like, oh, i got to start putting nine tables together and figure out how to fit these people so they're not blocking the aisle. How do we fit all these people? run out of honey mustard at this table. Okay, the kids have to get their food first, okay? And then get the adults later. <laughs> so okay, I'm going to have... It's going to be chicken fingers, chicken fingers. <laughs> I know. Pasta with butter, chicken mac fingers, and chicken cheese, fingers. Mac and cheese, yes. Pasta with butter. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. You know, we we just realized, my wife and I, that eventually, if they're hungry enough, they're going to eat, you know, what you want them to eat. It, it might take a while, but that's the way she was. She'd be like, they'd be like, uh, can I have peanut butter jelly? No. 
You're having that. Then they'd go, okay, no, I'm not eating. All right, see you in a little bit. They'd come back, eh, figure it out. Yes, Marvin. That just sounds like just a lot of kids. Yeah. I have one, and I feel like I have two. And it's just like, man, do you want, like, more? And I was like, no, there's more people in my house. There's more people to take care of. I got to go through the newborn stage again, potty training again, oh, terrible wow. threes. You wouldn't, well, wouldn't want to do that again? My yeah. wife wouldn't want to do that again. Oh. She was like, PTSD? <laughs> <laughs> nope. I would love. Uh, newborns, those are awesome. Now, when they're like five or six months. Oh, they're right, then, awesome. And then it gets good. They're awesome. Because at first I was like, they're awesome. He's boring. Yes. Like, <laughs> <"He's> boring. <laughs> yes. It's weird when you get grownups who see a newborn and they just stare at it like it's going to do something. And, and uh, you know, they're not rolling out. They're not. There's no movement there whatsoever. Yes, Eden. Yeah. Well, that's like it is kind of funny to look at the child when it's yours and you're like, look at this little blob. Yeah. Well, like, what do you what's your story? Getting? Yeah. You know, who are you going to be? Yeah. Yeah. But th- but then people do. And we've talked about this before, but people assume that just because you have a child that you like kids, which <laughs> is not not that they're not the same thing. Yeah. You love your child. Yeah. That doesn't mean you want to be around a bunch of kids. Yes, Marv. Yeah. And if you have another one, my mother was asking me this. I was like, but what if I don't like this next one? <laughs> like, I like I like Lorenzo. We got lucky. I like this right. one. You I like-, like him a lot. It's a gamble. He's, yeah. he's the homie. Yeah. I like him. Okay. But what but, if I don't like the second one? What if you have a daughter? Oh, you know I wanted one. Yeah, daughter's crush, yeah. man. Yeah. They're the best. And my wife was like, ew, why? <laughs> <laughs> They're the best. They are. All right, let me take a break. Got our play of the day coming up next. We'll get to your phone calls as well. Every day we talk about him. There's so many great things to talk about with Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Their brand new NFT platform is available at nft.paniniamerica.net. One-of-a-kind digital cards. They're available in packs or you'll find them at public uh, Panini's public auctions. Those are located on the site. you got the biggest superstars, the all-time greats, hottest rookies. These are the official products of the NFL, NBA, UFC, FIFA World Cup, and collegiate sports. So you can share your cards in the public gallery gallery, complete challenges, earn exclusive award cards, the newly released NFL and NBA prison packs, keep an eye out for them, and also Panini NFT platform. You'll find uh, features coming next month and the only platform where you can win physical versions of your NFTs. Panini NFT trading cards, giving you the opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, even one of one from every pack. Visit nft.paniniamerica.net, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The play, the play, is play. of the day. Left side, got it! Check this out. And right into the stretch. Looking back and throws up the middle. Goes is on his way around. Picked up by Otis. Goes is coming to the plate. Goes the throw. He's in. It's all over. The National League win. On this date, July 14th, 1970, Pete Rose at Riverfront Stadium collided with Ray Fossey, scored the game-winning run, winning the All-Star game. Didn't think Pete had to slide. He went in head first, and uh, Ray Fossey was never the same. He was hitting 312 at the All-Star break, 16 home runs. He hit just two home runs after the break. Never hit more than 12 in any season, batting 255 for his career after the collision with Pete Rose when the All-Star game meant something. Play of the Day brought to you by Kings Hawaiian. They want you to to get together with uh, family and friends. Enjoy the weekend, making every Sunday a slider Sunday. Ryan in Honolulu joins us. Hi, Ryan. Aloha, Dan. What's on your mind? It's it's early. uh, It's early for you. I know. Well, well, actually, it's not that early for me. It's 9.46 a.m. right now for me. I'm not in Honolulu today. Uh oh. I'm in. Um. Yeah. I'm on vacation. Uh oh. I'm actually hanging out with a buddy uh, in uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut. No. Okay, Moon. Right. Yeah, I arrived yesterday, and uh, I do have a uh, one thing we've never done, Dan, is a part of the face bet together. So, part of the face, if. You allow me the privilege to come into the man cave. I'll do a part of the face. What do I get out of it? Well, you get to smash me with a pie. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We, we had you in studio one time in Los Angeles. I'm good. Oh, man. I'm good. Oh, and, and, and who comes from Hawaii to Connecticut to vacation? Uh, Dan, I think we got to think about this. Okay, let's take a vote then. Who won- he came all the way from Hawaii and he's 15 minutes down the road. Okay, let's take a vote. I mean, trust me, I get where you're coming from. Okay. I get no, no, it. Let's, I really do. I, I'm going to take a vote. But, uh, let me take a vote. This Ryan, when would you come in to get the pint of the face? Well, it is Meat Friday and I, uh, I am available. Of course you are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Todd, do you want Ryan in Honolulu to come in on a meat Friday? 
I'm just wondering how the convenience of having a friend in Bridgeport, Connecticut, of all places, how does that happen? That's that, Are you eating right now? I have a little bit of a peanut in my, uh, my tooth. Okay, well then you're eating and you shouldn't. Now, let me ask you one more time. Do you want Ryan in Honolulu to come in? I didn't ask you about his friend in Bridgeport, Connecticut. For me, it's yes. If he has a valid explanation as to how he happens to have a friend in Bridgeport, Connecticut, then I'd say, yeah, Okay, you're the one that's going to hit him with the pie, not me. It's a, it's a fair question, though. It is a fair question if you think about it. Like He could be making does, this up, Seton. I, I think that's what Todd is getting at, that Ryan might be making yes. up the idea that he has an actual friend in Bridgeport. He might just be there saying he has a friend in First Bridgeport. First of all, who thinks Ryan has a friend? On Earth? <laughs> yes. On Earth, yeah. Okay, who thinks Ryan has a friend in Bridgeport, Connecticut? Yeah, no chance. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, Seton, you're voting yes? I, uh, yes. Okay. Yes, I am voting okay. yes. Marvin? Yes, that he comes in. All right, Marvin? On a time limit, yes. <laughs> okay. Paulie? I'm a big pull the Band-Aid guy fast, you know, take it as fast as you can. I think Ryan's going to show up to our studio in the next four or five days. He was going to show up no matter what. Right. It's so, possible Ryan's already here. He, yes. I, I, he could be right outside. Right. I, I would say we look better by saying, yeah, come on in today and pull the Band-Aid. All right, all right. Yeah, we can't what, be that cool. What, we can. I mean, we shouldn't publicly be okay. that cool. All right. Yes, Todd. Does he get to eat, and where does he rank as far as the back room guys and what time people can eat is another important question. Does he wait for everyone to eat? Does he go ahead? Ryan, if you want to come in at the end of the show, very end of the show, yes. But he has to bring his friend. Ooh. Okay. Ryan, you got two hours to find a friend. Yeah, you got to find a friend in two hours. All right, Dan. So my friend is Austin in Virginia. He lives here, and he's the flinchpole guy. Okay. Oh, Austin's a legend. That's fine. Uh, Yeah. So we'll see you. Who who wouldn't want to come into the man cave? We'll see you in two hours, Ryan. Done. Okay. Aloha. Aloha. Yeah, Ryan vacationing in Connecticut. He lives in Hawaii. Of that's course. a Dan Patrick show friend. That's not a real friend. <laughs> that's, 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 that's caller friends. Yeah. That's not real friends. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, Paul. Would you rather work the rest of the show comfortably or have an appendicitis and have to leave early? Yeah. Poll question. All right. So, yeah, Marv. I was saying a, a time limit. Don't wear out your welcome. Because now it's one o'clock. No, no, no. There's, uh, how about the window of a half hour? 1230. Because backroom guys got to do the podcast. Correct. Yeah, 1215 podcast. So you guys can push it to 1230, and then Ryan and Honolulu can leave. <laughs> Todd, you're going to hit him with a pie to the face since you don't like yeah, it. Yeah, that seems like a long time. I thought you'd be looking at 1220. Yes, Marv. Some of the BRGs will start at 1215 regardless. Yes. Taco yeah. fall, Dan. Taco fall. Right. Uh, Buddha in San Francisco. Hi, Buddha. What's on your mind today? Nobody. <laughs> Uh, DP, there will be a day when I stop calling into the show, yep. but lucky for you guys, that is day is not today. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. We're yeah. worried about that. <laughs> Man, I, I watched the SP clips of LeBron jeepers creepers. I mean, he's killing me smalls. I mean, Dan, have you seen coming to America? He looks like he's out there like Prince <laughs> long lost uncle from the kingdom of Zamunda. I mean, he just comes off pompous and self-absorbed, Dan. But, I mean, he's one of my Lakers, Dan. We got to embrace him. I know. I know. I I think think the Lakers are going to be them Nuggets, maybe one other team in the West, the teams to beat. I think the Lakers killed the offseason. I thought they did a wonderful job making that team deeper, more balanced. I, I would almost, almost go out on a limb and say the Lakers are the team to beat. Really, I feel that strongly about what they did with their roster. Because a lot of times when teams win, then they lose players. But uh, the Lakers, Lakers look like a really good, balanced lineup, and they're deep. You know, they 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 kept some players that they wanted to keep. Gabe Vincent, I think, was a wonderful addition there. Um, hey, everybody stays healthy. Maybe limit LeBron's minutes a little bit during the regular season, and you know, Suns are going to be great. At least we think they are. The Nuggets should be uh, great again. By the way, the theme song moving on up to uh, the uh, east side, is that the Jefferson's, Todd? 
Was that yours? That would be the Jeffersons. Is that what your guess is? Yeah. You would be correct. Okay, got it. Yeah, once Nailed again, it. Marvin's Cookout Playlist. It's fa- uh, our favorite TV theme songs throughout the show. What's the poll question you went with, Seaton? Hello, Dan. Uh, we went with two, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could, would you rather have mm. 10 kids or no kids? Mm. Okay. Right now, the uh, no kids is oh. running away with the vote. <laughs> 73% of the vote. <laughs> Tens a lot. Tens a lot. It's uh, great. You know? Yes, Marv. Do you do a head count if you're Philip Rivers? Yes. Like, wait, there's... Yes. Okay. There's only eight. Yeah. Oh, that must be nuts, like leaving a place. I would think that you have to have roll call. You go outside and you go, all right, count off. Maybe uh, the sound of music. Didn't they all like have to line up there when they got ready for dinner? Yes, Pauline. Every single day is like Home Alone, the movie. Every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Permanently. Coming up next hour, Buster Olney from the Mothership. And I think there's a mystery team who could be interested in Shohei Otani that no one is talking about. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.